Coming to university can be a daunting experience for some people. Often it is their first time away from home and involves meeting new people from lots of different backgrounds, maybe different countries, and with lots of different experiences. My name is Philip Lickley, and in this podcast for Things Unseen, I'm going to explore how faith works on campus by speaking to some of the faith advisors from the University of Bradford and asking them about how they find students balance their academic life with commitment to practising a faith, as well as some of the issues that may arise with that. But before I explore those areas, what exactly is a faith advisor? Here's Aisha Bahij, Muslim faith advisor on campus. It varies. You never know what you're going to get. You think you've seen everything and you haven't seen everything. I mean, day-to-day managing, we sort of manage the prayer room and the Friday prayers, so we oversee that, so make sure it runs smoothly from a student's perspective, from a health and safety perspective for the university wants. can have emails from students wanting to meet about some personal issues, more, you know, wanting more spiritual guidance, something like that. It really varies. We're just there for if anybody has a question, needs an answer... I started by asking them all a broad question about how important faith is in general to students. Here's Suzanne Vernon-York, the coordinating chaplain of the Multifaith Chaplaincy Centre at the university. On a more broader scale, for me, faith ought to be important to everybody because we live in a world where more than half the population of the globe are people of faith. And if we're going to share the planet together, it's good to have an understanding of where other people are coming from. And Aisha. We've done so much engagement not just with Muslim students, but non-Muslim students because of the makeup of the campus, because quite a large majority of our students are Muslim, are local. They will have issues that they might not be always able to deal with at home and non-Muslim students will be coming across Muslim students, maybe for the first time in some cases, and have all these questions and queries. It's really important and it's really been good to be able to engage with those opinions on campus and hold events where we can have dialogue but the students arrive close-minded to other people's backgrounds and beliefs. Here is Usman Ahmed, also a Muslim chaplain on campus. We all can judge and establish stereotypes and if we don't have access to a community, we will look to the media and it can paint religion in a bad light. So when people come to the university, I think everybody's looking for that experience where they're going to meet new people. So I think that's definitely a broadening experience. I think it's just a human nature to be a bit You don't want to offend, so you don't ask. I think, is this naive asking this question? And both Usman and I are like, no, just ask whatever you want, really. I mean, sometimes we learn new stuff when Mm. people ask us questions. Universities are areas with students from all sorts of different backgrounds, including people who would define themselves as LGBT, for instance. Are there any conflicts between what people believe in a political or personal sense and a religious sense? Of course, within the different faiths, there are going to be issues that come up for not just students, but just human beings as they're trying Mm. to struggle with living those faiths and and what the teachings mean and what they mean for them and interpreting it for themselves. But there are enough supportive faith societies on campus and enough liberal and broad-minded and open-minded people of faith around here for them to have people to talk to should they want to raise any of those issues that they were having. There's much more dialogue, there's much more intersectionality. So you've got different minorities coming together, whether it's BME, LGBT, working on issues together, different faiths, non-faiths, you know, people just trying to understand each other and work for that betterment. And that's a really good thing to see on campus. And that's what universities, I think, should be, that melting pot. And with that established, does a university help students broaden their experience? Here's Suzanne. So I get to hear the surprise and the the growing awareness and understanding as they come across difference 
I mean, for all of us as human beings, whether it's about faith or not, I think in general, human beings are not that great with difference. So if we as a university can provide opportunity for people to learn about difference, not just to tolerate it, which is a word often used, but to accept it instead mm. and to grow in understanding, I feel it enriches all of our lives. It helps me to understand what it is to be a human being when I see what it means to be a human from different parts of the world, from different people's perspectives. One of the most important things about university, I mean, yes, you're coming here to learn and study, and that's the key thing, of course, but it's about broadening your horizon and understanding the world. I was speaking to a a Japanese student just recently, and she said that her grandparents were Buddhist, but her parents, both of them, were of no faith, and she herself is of no faith. So for her, it was really interesting meeting just recently with a bunch of other women from Christians and Muslims and Sikhs. She had all of these questions because it was so strange to her that people should believe in these things. Many faiths have particular commitments, especially religions like Islam, that have strict prayer requirements. With university studies being time-consuming and putting their own pressures on students, I wondered how faith can be balanced with the time taken for education. Here is Usman Ahmed. A lot of the emails I've received have been from lecturers wanting to understand. They've been from staff members wanting to accommodate and facilitate for Muslim students, you know, facilities for prayer. I just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with two Muslim students, actually. Lots of people assume that they're, they're students first. So they said the first thing we are are Muslims and then second to that is we happen to be pharmacy students we happen to be engineering students I don't think they find it difficult to balance their faith in being students because they have a full understanding of what it means for them but perhaps that's different for every student the biggest difficulties that students of faith struggle to balance is the freedom to be able to express their faith or talk about it out loud maybe the biggest worldview being more atheistic as if people of faith are not very intelligent or it's not very thought through. And so for them, people don't always feel very comfortable speaking out about their faith without it being challenged in a way that makes them sound a bit ridiculous or feel a bit ridiculous. Following on from that, what do education establishments put on to support students of faith in terms of events and facilities, or is there a reluctance for universities to recognise students of faith? Institutions are shying away from religion as much as they can. They want to try and be as free from sort of belief system. And that has led to them not engaging with students of belief, I think. It can be neglectful to not look at that perspective, especially in Bradford, where we have such a large majority of Muslim students. You know, religion isn't left at home. It comes with us every day and it impacts our lives on a daily basis. And therefore, to completely ignore that, it would uh, take away from the student experience. People of no faith and people who make decisions for organisations, often there's just lots of not understanding what's going on for those people and what is appropriate to celebrate. And some of it is fear, not wanting to offend. And so it's best not to have anything at all. But again, I think that just comes from a lack of understanding of what secular means. It doesn't mean that then only certain people get a voice. That's a misunderstanding of what secular is. And we are a multi-faith society and a multicultural society. We're in a university which calls themselves liberal institutions. You know, this should be a place where everyone can have a voice. doesn't mean everyone agrees with everybody else, but it should be a safe place for people to have dialogue to celebrate things that are important to them. And for that to be up for question and challenge by other people, but always respectfully. What we found is there's a massive climate of fear and as people have met us and talked to us about the issues or concerns they have, they've realised actually that that climate of fear shouldn't exist and they've opened up to us and they're now engaging a lot more with us. And what events and facilities are available on campuses? 
some amazing students did the story of the nativity and um, with a bit of an African twist, which was really funny and told the story really well. And just to hear the traditional carols that are sung at Christmas was a great opportunity for some as well. And that's only international students. There were also home students and staff who came who loved that that happened and thought it was great that in the midst of all the consumerism where the real meaning of Christmas gets a bit lost. Yesterday we had a round table discussion on LGBT students of faith and how we as advisors could work together to look at the welfare of those students, how we can assist them. And we had a meet a Muslim coffee morning and that worked mm. really well. We had a lot of midwifery students coming down and asking questions that will affect their practice because they will work with people of faith. And I think that's the important thing, you know, out in the world. And if we choose not to learn about belief and religion or choose not to talk to these people, then we're going to be missing a big part of our practice in in any sort of work or job that we do. I then asked the faith advisors how did students approach them with questions and what sort of questions did they come with. Let's start with Aisha and one of the more unusual questions that she's received. Do I wear my headscarf in the shower? (laughs) (laughs) We'd have certain questions that would come up. You know, why do women wear the headscarf? Why do men grow a beard? What about terrorism and what about this? People are good judges of character to know that actually this group externally who are doing these things don't necessarily represent the Islam of the majority of the people Mm. and they can see that violence is not the belief of this large group of people. I just had last week, excuse me, are you a real priest or are you just dressed up as a priest because it's Christmas? Especially in terms of life sciences, a lot of it has been around their professional practice, so enhancing Mm. their ability to ensure that their service users have the best service possible. Finally, with the aspects of religion on campus examined, I asked the faith advisors what they feel will be the future of faith on campuses across the UK. I think there needs to be more intersectionality, so not just interfaith stuff, but working with other groups and minorities. And while the media and the internet, yes, can be blamed for maybe sort of demonising one faith or one group, it's also been a great tool to come together and share and understand each other's experiences and build a sort of reliance. And I think university is a great sort of catalyst for that. And I feel positive, actually, about the future of faith on campus and students. I'd really just love to see us more able to celebrate diversity without people easily getting offended, without making assumptions that they're going to cause offence or that people think a certain way, because quite often those things are not true. People are coming around to the idea that actually it's just a normal aspect of a person. We should look to embrace that as much as we can and the diversity we have is a positive thing within this country and the sort of appreciation we have for one another. There is work to be done in terms of students recognising religion and highlighting or challenging negative stereotypes of religion. I think when we're at a point where people can feel totally, completely comfortable in wearing what they need to wear to highlight their religion or in behaving in the way that they need to behave to highlight their belief system... I think we'll have succeeded, but I think we're on the way there now. All the time for me, the basis is in relationship, in friendship. So the more times we can cross what might divide us, our differences, the more time we can reach across those divisions and just grow friendships and have opportunities for those things to happen. Students are paying fees now. Students have become clients, so the universities need to provide for their clients and provide you know, the best things. Yep, Movie times. I agree. Thank you there to Suzanne, Aisha and Usman for helping me explore the world of faith on campus. As you can see, the balance of beliefs on campuses across the country has its challenges, but inroads are being made to fully integrate students of all beliefs and backgrounds into a multi-faith and tolerant community. And the future of faith on campus, across all the major religions and further afield, looks to be in safe hands.